right, Leadheads. Welcome back to the Nordic Components Talking Lead Podcast. This is uh, episode, I don't know what episode this is. It's going to be either 174 or 175, but uh, I've got my boys from Atlas Defense in. Crazy, crazy Cajuns. They are recovering from uh, the floods down in Louisiana. Still, y'all had some nasty shit down there. Yeah. Yeah, by floods, do you mean alcoholism or? or? <laughs> no. He means like actual unwanted water. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That water coming over that levee again, I guess. Oh, there was no levee on this one. It's, yeah. Yeah. No, it was oh, uh, oh. rainwater. It was, yeah. oh, just rainwater, huh? Yeah. So it, the the actual waters from the, the gulf didn't get big enough. Mm-mm. No. Yeah, get backflow. That's a hell of a lot of rain. Uh, yeah, about 30 inches total in a lot of places over... Two days, two and a half days. Holy crap! And y'all's shop got just flooded out the ass, didn't it? Yeah, a little over, little over knee deep in uh, the back where the machines are. Yep. Jeez. Now, well, that really, really screwed up your day. So y'all were out of commission. You're still not a hundred percent yet, right? No. Uh, we just got the uh, one of the MIG machines, our main MIG machines, back up and running. One of the welders, uh, as of today. Yeah. Uh, we're getting there. It's kind of slow, but it's just... How far are you on uh, back orders? Uh, we're still back ordered. All the machine stuff, uh, we're pretty much always back ordered, which is a good thing. Uh, but we're we're rolling along every day as far as machine stuff. Good deal. So uh, you leadheads need to go to their website, which is com. And I'm going to spell that for them. It's A-K-L-Y-S-D-E-F-E-N-S-E.com. And you need to help these guys out. Go and buy some T-shirts. Go and buy some of their uh, their other products they got. You got those little uh, shot glasses. Yeah, the boom shot. That's an awesome little product. It I is. Everybody loves that thing. You've got the... the um, grenade casings that turn into shot glasses. Yeah, those are fucking awesome. I love those. And you got the big, you still got the 50 BMG bottle openers? You got those? Yeah, sure. And um, what else you guys got as far as the swag wise? You got the. Um, and we got the bourbon bullets and bourbon bombs, uh, the bottle openers, the koozies, the stickers and patches. We got the new science hammer, uh, the hammer of science. I saw that. Tell me about that. If you ever need to delicately apply some science, we have a three-pound engineering hammer to do such. That's cool. Uh, we kind of did it as a novelty thing. Uh, Charlie thought of it years ago, and I always thought it was a clever idea. And we were using it, busting out some walls, and then we had the thought, hey, let's make some science hammers and kind of use them. And it turned out the damn things actually take a little over two hours to make. Holy but crap. We do it. We do it as we're leaving the shops. We're able to actually make them for decent pricing, uh, but they've turned out to be really, really popular. But they're uh, actual functional a, hammers, though, right? Yeah, we just got a batch in, and we got to start running uh, hopefully tomorrow. Very cool. And you also got those uh, the forty millimeter dropping bomb service dogs um, that holds the little uh, what do they call them? The little pooper bags for when you walk your dog. Uh, yep, it's the uh, the service dog aid. Uh, poop bag dispenser and also holds treats securely for the dog. I uh, had a friend of mine come in, had a service dog, and was complaining about his poop bag dispenser always breaking and the dog getting into the treat bags in the treat container. So I said, you know what? Let's see if we can do something. And he looked at the at the 
grenades we had laying around because we were actually a manufacturer of Mark 19 grenade launchers. Yeah. A lot of people don't know. So we always have the ammo laying around. We had some dummies, and we said, huh, that might fit. So we developed it. Uh, I guess we spent about three hours going to every hardware store and little shop around town trying to find the, the right hardware until we found something that worked well. And lo and behold, we made the first dropping bombs. <laughs> I love the name, man, <laughs> dropping bombs. Again, it just, just was kind of a, a fun thing to do. The, the said, hey, that's kind of cool. And didn't really think anything of it until it started getting out there and people started asking for them. They were like, huh, I guess we need to make these things now. Yeah, there you go. And they, they fit well on a service dog's, um, on their, uh, their vest. Yep. Yep. Any 40 millimeter grenadier's pouch fits them perfectly. Imagine that. Huh. <laughs> You'd never thought that would fit, would you? So you're using actual 40 millimeter containers. They're made with legit 40 millimeter casings. I mean, it's uh, the that we just take our boom shot shot glasses, which are the inert empty shell. It's uh, solid aluminum. Mm-hmm. The projectile that holds the actual bag is a real uh, Mark 19 grenade that has been emptied out. So it's kind of cool. A lot of people like that. Can you now? Can you put Kleenexes in these too and, and pull Kleenexes through them? You could probably you can stuff whatever you want in. I don't care. <laughs> you don't care. Once they get them, they do whatever the hell they want to with them, right? Whatever, man. Well, you put the and you put your Kleenex and you, you pop the the dispenser part out, and then you have the shell, and you got like a secured compartment. You can put whatever you want in there. There you go. Not that secure. <laughs> it is now. We've upgraded it to a waterproof O-ring. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I think what you need to do on them because you could like put little faces and stuff on here. You could engrave faces and stuff on there. You have different characters for your your bomb droppers. We can. We've added a laser engraver to our repertoire. Nice. We can laser engrave that. Laser engrave your dropping bomb or your boom shot shot glass or or now we're doing the all the little the, the insulated cups. Uh huh. They're the coolest things ever. We're now a stocking dealer for Arctic, and we've been doing uh, some laser engraving on that. Cool. Are those like the uh... Like the Yetis? The, yeah, the Yetis. Yeah, they're like Yetis, but a third of the price and just as good a quality. It does the same thing? Yeah. My favorite, though, is their low balls. It's this little 16-ounce low ball. It's about this big around, and it's perfect for a, like a mixed drink or a cocktail or, or even a, a good bourbon or scotch. Cool. When are those <laughs> going to hit your website? Or are they on there now? I didn't go to page two. Hold on. Let me go to page two. Nope, it's not on page two. No, I don't have the Yetis or anything up yet. Okay. Now, is that something that uh, people can go ahead and... Thing. Yeah, it's more of a local thing. Uh, we've got a, up, so we've got Aquas Defense. It's a manufacturing area in the back where all the machines and all the stuff and the cool stuff that we do is back there. Well, up front, for the local crowd, we actually have a gun shop for customers to come in and see. And the gun shop is Mo Guns and Ammo. Mm-hmm. So you always need Mo Guns and Ammo. So <laughs> come on down to Mo Guns and Ammo and get your guns and ammo. M-E-A-U-X. Yep. So that's the gun shop out front, and that's where we do a lot of the, the, the Arctic Cups and things like that, some of the novelty stuff. Cool. We got take-off furniture off of the, the the numerous AKs we've built, yeah. uh, ARs we've upgraded. Uh, we always have cool stuff like that. So if you're ever in the area, make sure you come pop by and, and take a look. Some days we can actually do tours of the back shop. Most days we can't, though. Except when it's underwater. Yeah. <laughs> Except when it's underwater, yep. Yeah. You still did boat tours then? 
We did boat tour. Yep. <laughs> did you really? <laughs> yeah. You're being facetious. So we, were, we were cutting. We were cutting parts while there was still about an inch and a half to two inches of water on the ground. Yeah. We were we were wading around on water and we were cutting parts. Damn. So we we went in and I just bought some new coolant to swap out one of the machines, and uh, it was still the pail was still okay and we were able to get it up and running about that. And not to mention your shirts. I mean, I love your shirts. You got some of the the best like theme shirts. You got the Aklas Fet T-shirt. Yep, mm-hmm. love that. That's one of my most favorite shirts of all times. And then, of course, the new one is the Machine Gun Smile, yep. which, which I'm wearing right now. I, I went and changed because you both were wearing Aklas Defense stuff. So I, <laughs> well, we kind of work there. So I felt the know, pressure. And I'm in the I'm in the tactical polo. Zach today is wearing the. Uh, Weapons Evolved shirt. Uh, we've got the classic Weapons Evolved shirt and then the Machine Gun Smile shirt. Uh, man, the new shirt that we got coming out, uh, probably going to release in about two weeks, uh, is going to be great. Uh, everybody's going to love this one. What is it? Come on. Can't Let's... tell you. Can't Come on. Tell this you, is but, the show for exclusives, you know Joe. Saying? When you get on a cruise ship or on a boat, they go, they do the full muster and then they tell you, like, yada, yada, yada. It's going to be women and children off first. Yeah. It's kind of something like that, but with a twist. Heck, I don't even think I know what it is. <laughs> he didn't let you in on it. It's that secret. No, no. Well, you got to oh. let me know when that drops so I, I can announce it to all the leadheads. Well, we're going to hope. We're, we're, I'm hoping to have some for the, uh, the SOE party, uh, the Special Operations Equipment Halloween party, November 5th. I believe so, yeah. You guys going to that? <laughs> I am. I am. Yep. Sweet. We don't. We just don't know how heavy the loadout's going to be. Yeah, that's that's going to be a hell of a party. Now you guys were at the um, the last one they had. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. What was the yep. theme of that one? What was the purpose for that party? I can't remember. Uh, play around with machine guns and flamethrowers. It yeah. was their Fourth of July party. Oh yeah, that's right. Fourth of July. It was yeah. on like July sixteenth instead. Was that in July? Yeah. Man, it like it was. It seems like it wasn't that long ago. Yeah, it was hot as fuck. <laughs> yeah, it was a little warm. And then it got even hotter with that damn flamethrower. Yeah, Christian kind of warmed everyone up. No doubt. Those guys yeah, know how to throw a party, I'm telling you, man. And you know how those Tennessee boys are? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so do you. <laughs> yes, I do. Being a Tennessee boy not yourself. a whole lot else to do up there, though. I don't think I've told people who's on with me. So we got Zach Hall. Uh, and we've got Joe Mo, of course. I'm sure everybody recognizes Joe. And Zach's been on a couple of times, but not as much as Joe has. So welcome in, guys. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, it's good to be back. I always love joining in on the Talking Lead podcast. <laughs> Talking Lead. <laughs> I get that all the time. I was at the gas station today, and this guy at the pump next to me, he's like, so what's a Talking Lead? <laughs> I was like... <laughs> I was like, really? You see all these sponsors that are on here? Do you know who Glock is? Do you know who Atlas Defense is? Do you know who Caltech is? Do you know who Nordic Components? Apparently, they're not a 2A proponent. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> so I was saying this to myself, and then I had to be a smartass about it. And I was like, well, you know, we do we do dog training, and uh, you know, it's like talking lead. It's a play on words. It's like we sell leashes and things. <laughs> Yeah, I have a friend that's a dolphin waxer. It's kind of a similar <laughs> dolphin <laughs> waxer. 
Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> Is that like for reals? Uh, might as well be. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's going to live in infamy. It will never die. Oh, that's good. That's this, good. This is a good. This is a good transition into because I hear the train coming. Our talking lead jack wagon trains rolling in, baby. So bring uh, it in, Gunny. Who rides Semper Fi, Do or Die, Hold'em High at Eighth and I? It is time for the talking lead jack wagon of the week. So brace yourself, baby. All right, the train has stationed, and I've got, I've got a couple of of jack wagons that i want to throw on the train but i want to go to my guests first i'm going to defer to them or do you want me to go first uh, <laughs> unless joe's got one no not today you might have one think about it all right so and this is going to be a spoiler alert for you but i'll try not to talk too much detail on it joe and i don't know zach are you a are you a walking dead fan well of course okay have you seen the latest are you up to date yeah Okay, Joe, plug your ears. <laughs> yeah, I'm still, I'm still about a season behind right now. <laughs> all right, I'll, and I, again, I mean, you, you probably know about the Negan and all that, and what everybody's been building up for. You know, he's getting ready to whack somebody's head in, right? Yeah, you're aware of that, right? Yeah, I like Negan. Okay, I, I'm, I'm Team Negan all the way. <laughs> team Negan all the way, baby. <laughs> well, you know, and, and I'm not throwing him on the jack wagon train, but what I'm throwing on the jack wagon train are all these freaking Mangina people that are saying there's too much violence in The Walking Dead now. <laughs> there's not enough. There's okay. too much violence. Right. So, yeah, so it's a show that airs at 9 o'clock at night on Sunday evening, which is a school night. Right. Where should those kids be? Watching The Talking Dead or watching Walking Dead. How else are they going to learn to come from? Yeah, not, How are they yeah, going to learn to live in about it. the apocalyptic yeah. world? Exactly. <laughs> but I'm just, I'm, I'm just like all these people that are up in arms over the violence of him bashing. Well, okay, I'm not going to say what he. Did. Well, you already know he's bashing some people's heads in. I'm not yeah. going to say who because I want to ruin it for Joe. They deserve um, it. But I mean, anybody who's a real Walking Dead fan already knows what was going to happen if you follow the yeah. comic books and the stories. It's a violent comic book to begin with, you know? And what's the difference in them bashing in zombies' heads versus, you know, a real human's head? It's it's the same thing. They're bashing heads. You know, they're, yep. they're killing. They're murdering. They're, you know, whatever it is. But that's the thing. Turn the channel if you don't like that. If that's yep. not something you want to see, turn the damn channel. Just because you don't like it doesn't mean someone. Just else because does. it it you know it affects your sensibilities you know your your mangina sensibilities. <laughs> hey, what about all the ladies that are getting disrupted too? Their vaginas. I don't, I don't know what to too, call them so. though. Not just the manginas. <laughs> you know, I'm blaming it on all the men. I'm just I'm thinking that this is yeah. all a bunch of bunch of Nancy boys that oh it's just too too violent too horrible you know, too gruesome. I just, I, you know, I, I turn the channel. I mean, that's the the best thing to do. If you don't like that, then don't watch it. When has it not been violent? I mean, from day one, this show has been gruesome, gory, violent. Yep. Yeah. I yeah, just, I mean, that, all the way down to the, the cutting arms off and things like that. I mean, that's just eating, always... Uh, eating people? Come on. It's been there. I don't understand. They were eating yeah. a dude while he was alive. <laughs> 
I think that's more gory, gruesome, uh, fucked up, worse than what Negan did. I don't know. I haven't seen that particular episode. Hell, I haven't seen the last like season or so. I'm a season behind. Uh, I don't know if it's like accelerated tremendously, but I mean, the way I look at it, you get is if Negan really wanted to traumatize him, he would have done the thing with the bat, but he would have only taken body shots, left the head intact, and let them turn into zombies. But that might just be the sadistic side of me coming out. I guess. I mean, I I don't know, but. That that's that's, that's my that's first job. What the Jack governor Wagon. did was he would kill them and let them turn. Yeah, and he'd and use he them for sport. Like that. he'd use the zombies for their uh, gladiator sports. Yeah, I still he's still my favorite character, the governor. We nah, sold Nick, we sold Nick, a shotgun to Negan. Uh-huh. You showed you sold a shotgun to Morgan Dean <laughs> Dean Morgan. What's his name? Uh, Richard Dean Rich, Richard Morgan Dean. Yeah. Dean, the JDM, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. There we Jeffrey go. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. There you go. <laughs> yeah, we named a shotgun after him. Did uh, you really? Yeah, uh, way back in the day. Huh. What'd you call it? The JDM. The JDM. <laughs> I bet he'd yep. want it called the uh, Lucille now. Sega. It's a 12 gauge Sega. We made a model called the Coast Guard, which was a side folding, and the JDM was the same gun but with uh, a, uh, a thumbhole stock because I think he was up in New York at the time. And he couldn't yeah. have a side folder, so he built the the JDM. Uh, popular, pretty popular item. It looked pretty badass. That's cool. So he's like a two A proponent. Yeah, it's like yeah. a sixteen inch barrel with a permanently attached. Yep. Uh, we originally used the Tromex, and then we later transitioned over to the Mojo shotgun Sega brick, uh, which worked tremendously well on that sixteen inch barrel. Nice. Still had a little bit of pressure at sixteen inches to work effectively where is it is he uh, a louisiana guy no he's uh i don't know where he is now uh i mean is he from louisiana his residence was in new york if i'm not mistaken i think that's where it ended up being yeah yeah wow so he got one of those in new york mm-hmm. yes before before all the weird stuff we actually and uh we sold another one to uh mikey tuttle mm-hmm. who's mikey uh, we tuttle? sold a red one a red jdm because we knew it was a uh, it was New York State legal at the time. Yeah, five round Sega bags, thumb hole stock, so it didn't have the evil features all over it. Who's Mikey Tuttle? Orange uh, County Coppers. Yeah, the, the brother, the younger brother, the real nice, big, heavy set. I never guy. watched that show. Yeah, he's a real nice guy. Cool. Don't know him, but cool. Yeah. <laughs> so but yeah, that's been cool. Uh, Negan should use that on episode one day. That would be awesome. Oh, you need to you need to get in touch with him. I bet they would let him uh, do that. Here's what I don't understand again about this show: is it it basically it's taking place in Atlanta, right? In the, in yeah, Georgia, in Georgia, in Georgia, you know the whole state. What big gun companies are in Georgia, and why aren't these people going there? <laughs> That's what I don't understand. You got Glock, Glockity Glock, yeah. Glock, Glock. That's in Georgia. Why? Why is they're not somebody going into glockety glock 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 and just raiding that place and I'm guessing because advertising dollars. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean they could make up they could call it uh plock, you know. They could yeah. change the name of it, but that that's what I don't understand is why they're not because there's a lot of gun manufacturers in that area. Yeah. Well guns are guns are not the most T V 
cool looking stuff whenever they go off. I mean, just have the pop. So the baseball bats and the swords and machetes and stuff like that. I guess make more. Well, those are. But all these guys have guns. I mean, all the guys now, as as the show has progressed, you'll notice that there's more and more firearms involved with it. Yeah. In season five, there was a certain silencer company that dropped a lot of marketing money onto the uh, onto the show. You mean the Magpul? Mag uh, Maglite. It was a specific <laughs> Utah-based fire or suppressor company. Maglite. Uh, <laughs> and you saw a whole bunch of their items all of a sudden pop up. They raided a gun shop. Louis- and you saw their items show up. Louisville Slugger. Didn't they use a baseball bat for a silencer or something like that? That was in the, the uh, Maglite. They were using a bunch of Maglite. They used a Maglite. I saw that, and they used something else that was ridiculous. Yeah. But there was a specific Utah-based suppressor company that you can all say of their name. Their item showed up you around can- the time when they were in the church. Who's Utah-based? Uh, silencer Co. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we don't like to provide additional. <laughs> well, I mean, I think it's bad publicity because they were they weren't using them properly anyway. But how do you use a suppressor improperly? Watch The Walking Dead. <laughs> you'll you'll see how. But you guys make suppressors too, and I don't think a lot yeah. of people under uh, know that. I, if if we had a primary product, I'd have to say it's our suppressor line. Is yeah. it okay? That's cool. That's what we make the most of, and that's what we make every day is suppressors. And I've got one on the way. Yes, you I'm, do. I'm getting your um, the multi caliber suppressor. Yep. It's the is it the what is it called? The Orion. The Orion. I was going to call it the Zeus. It's the Orion. It's a primarily a thirty caliber suppressor, but anything thirty caliber and smaller, and right. it's any thirty caliber, three hundred Ultra Mag, um, thirty three thirty eight Weatherby Magnum. And anything smaller. Cool. Yeah. We were actually just talking about uh, some of those calibers before you came on, Zach. And how I, I just yeah. happened to have that uh, 300 rum cartridge next to the 338 Lapua next to the 300 Win Mag. And everybody tells that 300 Win Mag is such a badass cartridge. When you stack it <laughs> up against a Remington Ultra Mag, it makes it look piddly. We're going to get into that into our facts to fight the myth coming up. Awesome. So a little a little teaser there for you guys. Uh, so that's my jack wagon. I'm throwing all these sensitive Nancy boys and women on the the jack wagon train that thinks there's too much violence in The Walking Dead. Um, they even banned it, or they didn't ban it, but they they edited out. I think a lot of the the baseball scene um, parts in the UK. Oh, that's a shame. Well, there are a bunch of Nancys over there anyway. So. Yeah. Yeah, I I can understand that, but not here, not here in America. You know, just turn the damn channel. You don't like it, don't watch it. You have choice. Isn't there a freedom of choice still exists? You would think so. You know, and I don't like other people trying to to push their choices onto me. So if you choose that, that's too much violence for you. Don't watch the fucking show. Yeah. Yep. Yep. No. All right, I'm off my soapbox on that. Did, uh, did you guys come up with a, a jack wagon? Anybody come to mind? Oh, hell, i just been thinking about how I need to try and catch up on The Walking Dead now. <laughs> <laughs> you can start watching it right now. Pull it up on your phone. We'll, uh, we'll get you caught up. Netflix it. Yeah. So this is in the news today. The Bundy brothers were acquitted in the takeover of the Oregon Wildlife Refugee. 
or refuge, I, refugee, uh, refuge. I saw something about that. They were acquitted. They were acquitted. Holy crap! But like, didn't someone get smoked during that? One of the Bundys did. Yeah, one of those people involved with it got smoked yeah. big time. So I see huge lawsuit coming. And it sounds that way. But the the article that I read didn't. They didn't say much about it, and I haven't seen a lot of other on it. It just says that, uh, is it Amon and Ryan Bundy and five of their followers charged in the armed takeover of federally owned Oregon Wildlife Sanctuary in January were acquitted Thursday of federal conspiracy and weapons charges. Hmm. So they were, I don't know how many other charges they got against them, but they were acquitted of those two. And it says, Knowing the way that goes, they probably had quite a few. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. It says, yeah, I'm sure resisting arrest and some other stuff, too. It says, the verdict brings to a close a case that gripped the nation earlier this year with its public debate about government powers, public lands, constitutional rights. There was a Wild West quality to the episode with armed men in cowboy hats taking on federal agents in a tussle over public lands and putting out a call for aid only to see their insurrection fizzle. In a month-long trial, the defendants never denied that they had occupied and held the is it Malheur National Wildlife Refuge headquarters? Probably Not saying like that, that wrong. For nearly six weeks, demanding that the federal government surrender the uh, property to local control, but their lawyers argued that prosecutors did not prove that the group had engaged in an illegal conspiracy to keep federal workers, employees of the Fish and Wildlife Service Bureau of Land Management, from doing their jobs. Was that what they built their whole case on? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no wonder they were acquitted. Oh my God! I uh, I'll throw the prosecutor uh, lawyers on the jack wagon train for that one. Might as well. If if well, that's the, now. yeah, that's what they were hinging their whole uh, freaking suit on. But that's all this article says about it. There's nothing else about it, so I don't I don't know. It's probably because it's just it's being kind of quietened by the media because it. Well, I think so, and that's that's my point. Is why that article's so short is they're trying to just brush it under the freaking rug. Yeah, they screwed up, and they're trying to deny it. And I'm sure Trump is going to grab some lady's body part soon and distract him. So. Right, and that you know him grabbing a booby twenty years ago is going to overshadow this. Exactly. That's another thing. I'm not even going to get started on that. <laughs> no. That occupy the rest of the show, man. I'm telling uh, you. Political, today's political arena, and I do emphasize arena, has been, uh, been an interesting watch. And I guess it's sadly typical of, of our country today. But it's definitely, it could take a while to go through that. Yeah. Nordic Components is an American-owned manufacturing company proud to produce quality products right here in the USA. As a company, we continually invest in our manufacturing capabilities to ensure that all of our products are the highest quality and most efficiently produced parts available. The Nordic Components business consists of two segments, manufacturing and sales. Our manufacturing business works to provide custom machine components for a variety of applications with our specialty being firearm components. The sales business produces lines of branded firearm accessories to enhance and elevate the shooting experience. We are a company owned and operated by individuals devoted to shooting sports, and many of us shoot competitively. We attend and sponsor a number of events around the country each year where we listen to you, the consumer, and are proud to say that all of our firearm components are a direct result of your input. As a firearms accessory provider, our aim is simple. 
provide shooting enthusiasts with innovative products of uncompromising performance and reliability. Nordic Components. Check us out at nordiccomp.com. We've talked about the uh, the election and whatnot uh, on a couple of the past episodes. Uh, last week, I'd like to go ahead and thank our guest. I, I normally do this in the beginning of the show, but we had Jason Redman, uh, Lieutenant Jason Redman, former Navy SEAL, author of the book The Trident, and uh, he founded Wounded Wear and the Combat Wounded Coalition on the show last week. It was a great episode. If you guys, you two hadn't listened to that, you should listen to it because... Uh, he gave a great, great interview. Um, I'm a and, little behind on some of the episodes. Well, that, that's understandable. You guys are, you know, still pumping water. I understand. You got <laughs> more important things water, to do. Crap. Oh, man. It's been, uh, uh, I think, 11 weeks is what a friend of mine said. 11 or 12 now. 10, yeah, oh, we're gosh. past 10 weeks, so we must be in 11, a week 11. And I'm still finding stuff that's holding water. Yeah, little wow. containers, little Rubbermaid bins and stuff still have flood water in them. We, uh, I picked up a suppressor out of a cabinet, and it still had water in it. Really? Yeah, one of the oh, old test suppressors hidden in the back of a cabinet. Don't send me that one. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't want this one before the flood. <laughs> but uh, you guys make sure you check out that episode with uh, Lieutenant Jason Redman. Um and go to his website, combatwoundedcoalition.org. And uh, they've got some really cool swag there, too, to help support their uh, nonprofit organization. Um, and then he, he called me out. They did a, uh, they do like a yearly skydive jump where they get a lot of wounded veterans out and take them skydiving. And uh, I was telling them about the time that um, Pepper went and I refused to go. I just don't, I just don't see the purpose in <laughs> tempting, you know, death. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do some risky stuff. Jumping out of a good plane is not one of them. No, not. I'll jump out of a plane if it's on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I, but, I think I do it. I like I like flying. I like aviation and anything. So I oh, I it. love flying, Joe. Don't get me wrong. You know, I got my degree in aerospace, and uh, you know, I I flew for many years, but. You know, I had the ground, you know, the the plane's surface underneath me, and <laughs> I wasn't free-falling. It's it's something about the distance between there and the ground that gets me, you know. <laughs> That's the issue that I have, and then me hitting it. But um, I, I think he's he's called me out, so I'm probably going to have to go do that next year. I think he called me something along the lines of a cat, but with a P. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, <laughs> grab it by the horns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just do it, you pussy. So you guys check that out, Lieutenant Jason Redman. I think it was episode. Jeez, I I'm terrible on my episodes, guys. But uh, you'll you'll just go back to the show headers, and uh, if you haven't listened to it yet, go listen to it. So that's it for my jack wagons. Uh, unless you guys got one, uh, we're gonna have Gunny haul the train out of here. I had another one. I can't think who it was though. You need a reminder. Yeah, was we were we talking about it? Yeah, another SEAL thing. Oh, yeah. So I'm kind of, I'm not on the, the fence about it. I mean, he, he's been on our jack wagon train before, but Jesse Ventura. He, oh. <laughs> I was listening to a podcast, today, and I just, guys, I just started listening to podcast like a couple of months ago. I've been doing, <laughs> I've been doing one for almost four years now. 
and I just started listening to podcasts. I didn't know what a podcast was when we started this thing. When when Zeke and I started this, he's like, let's do a podcast. I was like, what the fuck's a podcast? <laughs> so I I just started, and I think a lot of the reason was I had a, a Windows phone, and uh, it just sucked. You know, I couldn't do a lot of stuff on my Windows phone. I couldn't do social media. I couldn't do anything. So I've been doing a lot more social media, so you guys have probably noticed that I've been doing a lot more posts on Instagram and uh, Twitter and, and whatnot, so... I got me one of those, what is this, a Samsung S7? It's not one of those that's blowing up. Ah, oh, that is. It's, it's the S7. And it's, I didn't know how bad I had it. <laughs> I didn't know how technologically challenged I was with my Windows phone. Um, but I started listening to podcasts, and I'm not going to tell you what podcast it was that I heard it on, but there was an interview with Jesse the Body of Interior. It's a recent one. And uh, they were talking about the Chris Kyle thing. Uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar or not, but Chris Kyle was sued by Jesse the Body because he said that in his book that Chris Kyle wrote that he slugged him in a bar or something like that. There was like a bar fight and he punched him out and Jesse's like, no, that never happened, blah, blah, blah. And so Jesse's suing him. And I mean, who knows? I don't, I don't know what the truth actually is. Uh, but then, you know, as everybody knows, Chris Kyle was murdered and... So Jesse can't sue him anymore, so he's suing his estate. And his wife is in charge of the estate, and you know I think a lot of people think that he's suing the wife and the family. Um, and again, I don't know how all that's managed and how it works out, but he's actually suing the estate. Yeah. So um, he was on there, and he's, he's still, he, he won't let it go. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I can understand his position. If I'm wrongly accused of something... You know, I'm going to do everything I can to clear my name also. I, mean, I, don't, I don't fault him for that, but just the way that he's, he's going about it and the way he's talking about it. It's really slimy. He's, just, he's a media whore is what he is. Oh, he uh, grabbed onto something, latched onto it, and is trying to... to you know, his political pull, career's washed up. Yeah, he's trying to pull vault off of, of somebody popular that he thinks he can get attention from. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's he's just holding on to that limelight, I guess, as long as he can. Um, but I just I thought I hadn't heard anything about it for for a long time, and then I heard this this uh, podcast interview with him, and you know he's still bitching and moaning about it. And I think he won the case, but I think it was over overturned or something. It's going back to trial. Something along the lines of that, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I I don't know. I have to get some more opinions from some people because I don't know the whole. You hear his side, and then you hear the other side, and what really sucks is that you know Chris Kyle's not here to you know to give his actual, to defend his side, yeah. right? Which I think that should be taken into account, and there needs to be some sort of a an adjustment for that. But um, I'm not an attorney; I just play one on TV and podcast. <laughs> the podcast, yeah, exactly. So I'm I'm you know keeping. Jesse the Body Ventura on the... Oh, and they were even talking about him running for president. <laughs> Can you believe that shit? Yeah. That he will be or did? No, that he wants to run for president. And they were like, yeah, if you were running right now, you'd win. You would win if you would run for president right now. I was like, in what world would that happen? I don't, I don't see that happening. I mean, he's so despised. I haven't really heard or seen... And I guess it's the circles that we run in, you know, that we revolve in, too. It's just they're not pro-Jesse. Oh, no, they're not. <laughs> yeah, opposite of. Very opposite. Yeah. So, that we get a three for this week for the jack wagon train. 
And feel free, guys, if you got somebody you want to call out, call them out. Throw their asses oh, on the I train. <laughs> All right, Gunny, haul that train out of here. Doot, doot. All right, so you let's enjoy, talk about... You enjoy doing that, don't you? Do what? Doot, doot. Doot, doot. You know I edit in sound effects, so... <laughs> yeah. That reminds me of one of my favorite movies, uh, Major Pain. Oh, it's a fucking great movie. <laughs> Tell me that's not your favorite movie. It is my favorite movie. With, with what is his name? Is it Damon Wayans? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> is it Damon? Yeah. Yeah. That's oh, a great movie, man. Oh my gosh! I can't watch many movies more than a few times, but I can watch Major Pain over and over and over. Oh my! Over over. It pains me to watch that movie. <laughs> very funny. That was very funny. Yeah, there you. Yeah, I didn't even. Yeah, no pun intended. All right, so let's talk about Atlas Defense. Let's talk about the new stuff you guys have. I'm sure you got stymied with the, the freaking floods. Just but, a bit. Uh, it was a little kick in the pants, but we're, we're making past it. Yeah, you're getting past it. Now, yeah. for those who don't know, I mean, you guys do rifles. You do you make that awesome, um, the Z-22. Is it the Z-22? ZK-22. ZK-22, yeah, yeah that's what it is. Yeah. ZK-22, all of our rifle line, our AR line, uh, all of our kind of com block weapons, the AKs and things like that, uh, a lot of suppressor-based technologies, integrally suppressed guns, the Javelin, integrally suppressed bolt-action rifle, one of the least expensive integrally suppressed 308s on the market. Also, you can shoot any 308 you can think of through it. Uh, a lot of those integs. Uh, even out way outside of the price range, you can't shoot full power supersonic loads through it. Javelin, mm -hmm. uh, you can. Uh, of course, our suppressors, the Pillum nine millimeter suppressor, uh, one of the greatest values in the in the industry. You for guys have suppressor. some some just it, ridiculous prices on your suppressors. It comes with the lid. I mean, you it's ready to go. You buy the suppressor, you don't have to buy anything else. Uh, our twenty two suppressor, that's uh, two point four ounces. Uh, silencer, uh, silencer shop just picked them up, uh, and they're available to any NFA dealer in the country. Sweet. They, uh, it's under 2.4 ounces, still full auto rated, and they said it, it really, it feels like air. And I, I guess I'm kind of used to it. Yeah, it's pretty light, but I really didn't realize how light it was until I started handling a bunch of the other cans again in our in our test inventory and realizing like wow this really is a pretty light can yeah and that that's what you want on a 22 man because 22s are so light anyway yeah you don't want to have that extra weight up there mm -mm. no and then they're i mean they're quiet a 22 is quiet anyway and then you throw that suppressor on it's like you said it's like a can you hear it's me the closest most people are going to get to that movie quiet sound what's the decibels on it uh, it's well under. Probably can't even measure it. Uh, Can you measure it? Testing puts it in the range of uh, the Sparrow Two and and all of the the competitive Monocore and even a lot of the Baffle style cans out there. Yeah. Uh, How I'm long is a it? Big fan of uh, decibel ratings because they're so manipulating. Uh, and our test environment, the humidity and temperature, all affects the sound and what the readings would be. Mm -hmm. uh, Comparative testing is what I, I prefer. Hearing safe, and then how does it sound and and the hey, performance it does on the gun. Have you done side-by-side -side sound comparisons? Yeah, yeah that's, we've done side-by-side -side with a lot of different manufacturers of them. Do you guys do videos of those and post them? We do. Okay. Yeah, there's a bunch online on YouTube. 
Check them out. What's your YouTube channel so everybody can know? Aklas Defense. And that's, for those who are challenged in spelling like I am, that's A-K-L-Y-S. Aklas. Aklas Defense. Uh, The website, you can go to aklas.co, A-K-L-Y-S dot C-O. That's the shorthand version. Your website? Yep, atlas.co. Oh, atlas.co. Okay. Atlasdefense.com. That goes to atlasdefense.com. It'll just reroute. Yep. Yep. Gotcha. Smart. So the, the the integral suppressed rifles, that's what intrigues me. I like the concept of that. I think all I mean, rifles uh, should be that way to begin with. I don't uh, think there should be some trade-offs some... in that. It's a uh, it's a more compact package but the permanently attached on most all of them. So the can can be removed if you really need to. It's not really recommended for the tube to be removed. The core is removable on all of them. The uh, the funny thing with the 308 bolt action rifle is that same suppressor that's mounted to it is also mounted on the AKs we do, the integrally suppressed AK-47s and the integrally suppressed ARs. So you have a, a can that will hold up to full auto fire on an AK or an AR-15 that's mounted on a bolt-action rifle. I'm really waiting for someone to need a rebarrel on one because they'll never wear out the suppressor. So what happens if they got to re- rebarrel one? How, is there any kind of issues with that? We pull the barrel, legally? remove the barrel, redo it, and re-permanently attach it. Okay. Is that part of your warranty? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, if it if it wears out or whatever, we've, we've, we've handled customer... Warranty issues really solidly. We try and take care of everyone that is uh, that supports our company. Yep, and that's the way it should be done. Yeah, hell's yeah. So you've got tell me your line of integral integrally suppressed rifles. <laughs> what do you what do you have? What all do you have? I know you got the twenty two, right? Uh, actually, we don't have an integrally suppressed. I thought you had a, a, a ZK-22. on the drawing board. Oh, okay. We, we talked about it one time, I guess. Yeah. Well, we've got the uh, we've got the ZK-22. That would be awesome. With our detachable 22 cans uh, that you end up with an integ-looking system. Uh, so that's a lot of people go with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, integ system, our Falcata rifle line, that's the AR side. Uh, and I like you say integ. I'm gonna start saying integ instead of trying to say integrally. <laughs> so yeah. integ. There you go. Integ line. Uh, the five five six three hundred blackout. Um, nine millimeter. Fifty eight nine millimeter. All of the well, the nine millimeter is the X caliber line, uh, but all the the non pistol cartridge uh, caliber cartridges are all Falcatas. Uh, the Falcata ISs. Love that so you name. Can get that in pretty much any caliber you want. Uh, the Javelin line, which is the bolt action line, uh, most of them are 30 caliber. Uh, we're working on one uh, for myself now. It's actually going to be 5.56. Five, I'm kind of excited to do that. Cool. We've done them on 35 Whelan, um, 458 SOCOM. Uh, then our big boy, the Hades, the 50 caliber BMG suppressed rifle. Hades. Now, that one's fun. <laughs> I love that. Hades. Uh, awesome. We even have a. I guess it's not really an integrally suppressed Mark 19, but we we do we do offer a suppressed Mark 19 as well. Cool. So what uh, what kind of ranges are you getting on your your 308s? The bolts. Um, it's all gonna be determined by the particular round and caliber or, or um, 
particular round and bullet weight you're using. Yeah. Uh, you can have an integrally suppressed rifle. Uh, it has the option definitely to shoot supersonic, but your performance is going to be subsonic rounds. And as long as the gun's sighted in, you're going to have good impact easily. I wouldn't feel uncomfortable shooting 200, 250 yards with it. Uh, if you need to reach out further with a 308 ammo into it and redope it yeah yep. and if somebody's shooting further than that they don't really need a suppressed i mean they're not going to want to use a suppressed anyway because it's going to limit their their distance well, to they could, uh, pressure limit the distance it uh it would completely especially at great ranges you're going to completely eliminate all of the firing signature the muzzle blast and the the dust that gets kicked up if you're shooting prone, that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. The uh, tracking where the supersonic round came from, because the round will reach the target before any bullet flight noise actually does. Yeah. So then trying to figure out where that comes from is next to impossible. You'll shoot at game, and you'll impact one, and they'll kind of spook, but they won't go anywhere. They won't run in any specific direction because they don't know where the gunshot came from. Right. But you're saying that a suppressed rifle is not going to affect your distance. No. Okay. Maybe maybe All a right. little bit better uh, because of the free bore boost it can provide as well as the stripping of the gases and a little bit more stable of a bullet. So a properly designed suppressor should slightly increase your range in accuracy. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So I think we just had our fact to fight the myth. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, they, yeah, if there's a myth running out there that suppressors affect long-range capabilities, I mean, it, that's not... not oh, yeah, I've, I've heard that. They they affect accuracy and the distance. They can yeah. defi- definitely not the distance. Uh, they can yeah. affect your precision and your point of impact versus point of aim. But if you get a proper dope with a good, well-centered suppressor, it's only going to add benefit. Yeah. They will affect it, but it will generally be positive. Gotcha. Now, I think you actually had another or a different fact to fight the myth in mind. And now it's time for the talking lead. Fact to fight the myths. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of confusion on barrel twists and what it means and how it affects things. Mm -hmm. And it kind of directly relates to suppressors uh, because you want to make sure if you're shooting through a suppressor that you have a stable round. And a lot of people think it's directly related to the weight of the bullet, but it's actually not the weight of the bullet. It's the length of the bullet and the sectional density of the bullet. That's what she Uh, said. (laughs) (laughs) So depending on certain velocities, also, if you're shooting a lower velocity, you're going to need a little tighter twist to stabilize that bullet. Because if you shoot a bullet through a barrel, the barrel is going to contain it, and it's going to keep it stable throughout the barrel. Well, once it exits the barrel, it normally goes into air. Whenever you're on a suppressor, that bullet is exiting out of the barrel and it's no longer being supported. So it has to be stable to make it through that suppressor cleanly. So if you don't have a stable bullet, uh, it's going to cause a lot of issues in your suppressor because it's going to tumble around and wobble around. So you want to make sure that you have a tight enough twist. And especially the advent and the popularity of these copper, the all copper bullets mm-hmm. and some of the specialty alloy bullets, the grains are a lot lighter per a given length of bullet. So let's say a 62 grain bullet. In normal times, uh, you need a one and eight twist barrel in 556 to stabilize 
a 75 grain bullet. Well, if you start getting a copper bullet, you're going to need that around 62 grains. If you start pushing a copper bullet up to 72, 75, and 77, the bullet becomes too long, and you need to start pushing it at one and seven twist. So it's you got to look at it uh, very carefully. And the easiest way to do it is just put the bullet in and shoot the gun. Don't have the suppressor on it, and just make sure you got good stability. Shoot it at all the the ranges you're wanting to shoot at, and and make sure the the gun's punching clean round holes. The closer, the better. The, yep, that gives you the idea of the wobble too. Yeah. Don't shoot. Go ahead and shoot the target at like five, ten yards if you can, and see if you have a good round hole in the target. Because it will take a little while for the bullet to stabilize, flatten out, and start point first. And you may have a round hole at 30, 40, 50 yards, but at 12 yards, that bullet's still yawing. And if it has too much yaw, you won't know if you only shoot it at distance. And when you say yaw, is yeah, that, that's that, the, the tip to, to tail movement, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Cool. If you have a suppressor on it, you'll find out real quick if it's not stable. Yes, you will. Will it uh, will it damage your suppressor? It can. Sometimes it'll just kiss it. Sometimes it'll it'll go sideways and damage baffles. I design my suppressors to fail forward uh, in the design. Mm. I try to design everything so it doesn't fail perpendicularity um, to the tube. Punch holes through the tube, hurt someone next to you, hurt the shooter. If it's going to fail, I want it to fail forward out the front. In the direction you're shooting, anyways. Mm -hmm. Now, so you're saying the tighter the twist rate, the more stable the shot should be, right? In most cases, yeah. In, in most cases. So when you're shooting, when you're going to be using a suppressor, you want a tighter twist rate on your rifle. You just want to you want to make sure that you have enough twist for a given bullet length mm -hmm. uh, for shooting it. Okay, and like you were showing me earlier, you were showing me three different thirty cal's, right? Yeah, I had 300 Win Mag, 300 Remington Ultra Mag, and then 300. I had 300 Whisper in this particular case, mm -hmm. uh, and I was comparing them to 338 Lapua. And I, I actually prefer the 30 calibers in relationship to the 338, just because of the sectional density. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, a little bit. It, it's a smaller diameter bullet, so it's going to be less affected by wind. It's going to be a longer bullet for a given weight, so it's going to have more stability and more gyroscopic resistance to wanting to tip down at distances. Mm -hmm. So all around, I prefer that 30 caliber bullet. And getting into the 300 Remington Ultra Mag, I was recently introduced to it. I guess over the last couple of years, I uh, always thought 300 Remington or 300 Win Mag was like the end all be all 30 caliber cartridge. Right. That's generally out there. Well, you hear a lot but of good things about it. It's an actually, it's an actually an old school rimmed Magnum cartridge. I mean, it's been around for forever. Yeah. Like, I don't remember what the parent cartridge is. It's probably some like H and H or something. Uh, but the 300 Remington Ultra Mag, it's significantly more powder and more velocity. Uh, I mean, it's yeah. You were showing me the neck on that thing, and it's it goes up a good what? I'd say. Uh, not that much there. <laughs> That's a good what two through two three centimeters. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, the case volume at the shoulder, maybe another quarter inch or so of. of That's a, a America, man. That's a lot of powder. 
It is. I, I would bet the powder capacity is probably the same between 300 uh, Remington Ultra Mag and 338 Lapua. I looked it up. It's actually a higher powder, uh, a, a larger powder capacity. Which one? The Ultra Mag. The Ultra Mag actually is, is a heavier powder charge. Okay. You have you have a long the 300 rum is a little bit longer, but it's slightly skinnier. But I'm betting that 300 or that 338 has a little bit thicker. It's uh, a thick more metal. Yeah. Yeah. The 338 is made from uh, one of the 416s. I don't remember which offhand. It's a 416 Magnum neck down to 338. Gotcha. So it's a real heavy um, web on the back. I mean, it definitely, it's one hell of a cartridge, but testing our, our 30 caliber Orion suppressors, that, that can that you're getting, yeah. uh, we just, I mean, we tested it with 300 Win Mag, uh, but then we really wanted to see what it would do with, with the 300 rum, and I mean, it holds up great, and the sound performance is what really, uh, really impressed me. Yeah. Uh, the, the extra velocity of rum uh, and uh, the Orion can is still keeping it in check. I mean, we're talking indoor comfortability of shooting it. Nice. Very nice. So yeah, we have a uh, actual video of me testing it on our YouTube page. Okay. And shoot it, and then I was like, heck with it. It sounded good with the ear pro on, and I pulled the <laughs> ear pro off and shot it again. It was just it fine. Was huh? actually comfortable. Yeah. Sweet. It's a, it's a big cartridge. It is. That is a huge cartridge. No doubt. It's not as big as a 50 BMG, obviously, but, I mean, for a 30 cal, it's ginormous. For bang for the buck, it's going to be impossible to beat 50 BMG. Yeah. But for something, like, smaller and portable, man, I'm really, really getting sold on 300 rum. What's the price range on one of those rounds versus a 338 Lapua? Oh, half, if not more. Really? So even even better there. Well, yeah. I, can go to, I can go to Academy or Walmart and get 300 rum. Yeah. You tell me where you can find 338 Lapua on the shelf somewhere. The only place I've seen it around here is um, uh, the Barrett shop down. What's it called? Yeah, I was going to say, I'm sure the Outpost, outpost. has it. Yeah, the Outpost. Yeah, that's the only place I've seen it. And it was like five bucks a round or something. It was something crazy. Yeah. And you can get 50 BMG for under three bucks a round at most stores. And then if you buy it in bulk or you buy good quality reloads, you can get it even cheaper than that. Yeah. Uh, Remington Ultra Mag. Uh, we've got a box in there that I think I paid thirty-two bucks uh, retail for a box of twenty. I mean, it's it's not that bad for a. That's cheaper than some three hundred blackout. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. Good fact to fight the myth. So now what do we want to talk about? We talked about your integrity suppressed. We talked about your suppressors. You guys got anything new coming down the line? Anything you can talk stuff, about? I can't tell you what it is until I work on it. Can you give us a hint? Well, you're going to be getting one of the very newest of the 30 caliber suppressors. It'll yes. be a redesign for yours. Okay. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. Off, off air, we talked about that. I guess the, the biggest new product, I mean, is between the Pillum and the new 22 core, uh, we've really got a great combination with those two. Mm -hmm. uh, 
just evolutions of, of everything we do. I mean, that, that's what we're working on now. Okay. Uh, new products, there are a couple in the works, but I think like that, Zach said, yeah, you just have to kind of keep an eye out and wait. Okay. Keep us keep us uh, in suspense. Now, you guys are going to go to SHOT Show, right? Of course. We'll be, we'll be visiting SHOT Show. Okay, you'll uh, be visiting? I'm not doing a booth this year. Did uh, you? Because of the, the flood has kind of put a whopping on that. And Understandable. And of water flowing through your SHOT Show booth doesn't do the best things for it. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. Now, that being said, did you get my email I sent you, Joe? Which one? The invitation to the VFOB event. When did you send it? Yesterday, last night, something like that. I believe I may have missed that one. Okay. I'll check my email. Check your email. So what it is, is uh, the Veterans Family of Brands, VFOB. Are you guys familiar with them? Mm, no. Okay, so it's an organization that is bringing together other manufacturers, companies, uh, not necessarily firearms related, but just any company that is supporting our veterans, whether it's veteran-owned, they uh, employ veterans, they are heavily involved with veteran organizations, uh, they're bringing all these companies together so that, um, what are people called that buy stuff? So that... Uh, consumers, thank you. <laughs> so, so consumers that want to know that the dollars that they are spending are going to help our veterans then they can do that. They can go to one place and they know that these companies have been vetted and that they are doing what they say they're doing, whether they're employing, they're veteran-owned, or you know all the above, and supporting some sort of veteran. And it doesn't have to be you know, a specific veteran organization. It could be wherever this company's organization is that they support. But the dollars that the, the consumers are spending, they know that they're going to help our veterans. So they'll bring uh, you know, a mattress company in on this they'll bring a toothpaste company they'll bring a tampon company you know it doesn't matter as long as that they're you know supporting our veterans somehow some way they vet the companies so they'll do a background check on them and make sure that you know they're doing what they say that they're doing or they're employing the veterans or that that's an actual veteran that owns the business versus that <laughs> one that one company that <laughs> <laughs> i know exactly yeah. who you're talking about now <laughs> yeah um so they're having an event. It's a pre. It's basically a pre-shot show range day. They got they got turned off by shot show because they had a booth. They were in line to get like an upgrade, and shot show fucked them over. So they're like, you know, screw them. We'll just have our own event. So yeah. so that Saturday and that or that Sunday and that Monday, they're gonna have a range day where they're inviting the vendors out, and it's it's a fraction of the cost of what SHOT Show would cost, but you're still going to be getting, you know, the media people, the buyers, that's who they're inviting to this. They're not inviting just the general public. It's actual, yeah. you know, media people, they actually have to get vetted and approved and um, buyers, you know, you have to actually be a buyer if you're going to be going to this event. Um, but it's going to be, it's going to be a really good event. But that might be something that, you know, what you guys have been going through could could help you maximize your, your SHOT Show um investment yeah looks interesting did you get my email you see it yeah now? looking at it now I okay dug it up yeah and plus they're gonna have um some famous you know celebrity type people there like tv people no like military you know marcus luttrell is possibly gonna be there gary o'neill okay. 
Yeah. Oh man. So there's a few TV TV people in there. Yeah, there might be some TV people in there too. You know, I'll be there. Oh, it's so famous people. <laughs> right, right. No there. Looks like yeah, Gary. Uh, Jared Ogden. Kaylee Hayworth. Yeah. Chris Sawman. Yeah, there's, there's cool people going to be there. Yeah. yeah. And, and that list is growing, too. These guys just started this about, I want to say, four or five months ago. And it's it's grown just crazy. You know, the people that are joining up, becoming part of the, the VFOB organization. They were planning on doing, like, one event a year. And within the first three months, they realized that they're going to have to do an event every month. Huh. Where's it? Where's the range at? Oh, uh, it's a pro gun club. Okay. Yeah. Pro gun club. Yeah. We know where that is. Yeah. They let us shoot our grenade launchers there. <laughs> yeah. Nice. You imagine how big a hit you guys would be if you brought your grenade launcher. Holy shit. <laughs> that would yeah. be fucking awesome. Nobody would be talking about shot show range day. They'd be talking about this one. Yep. That would be huge. 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 That would be huge. Everybody in China would enjoy it. No doubt. Yeah, let's take a look at that. Okay. Just uh, get in touch with Casey there, and he'll, uh, he's a good guy. He'll talk to you about it. Cool. That's the, uh, that's the Saturday, Sunday? Saturday, uh, Sunday, Monday. So it, it overlaps with the SHOT Show range day on Monday. Yeah. But I'm going to go. I'm going to go Monday to the shot show one <clears throat> but i'm going to be there uh saturday or sunday for this one That's and depending cool. on the time i mean i may do i may do both on monday on that monday just gotta see how my time works out and then i'll be in that same room you guys know about yeah, a little room on the uh fourth floor on the main level i don't know what floor that is is it the fourth third or fourth i never can remember i, I know it's where a, it is I think yeah. it's the second. Not, upstairs, not upstairs where uh it's in between the two main exhibit halls I think it's yeah. the second. I think it's the second floor, because if you go down, then that's where you get on the buses and stuff, right? Yeah, not up there where Dana is, but I think in the like one floor down. Yeah, Dana Lash. Yeah, I would love to get her on the show. You guys got a, a, an end with her? Maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. <laughs> Chad's been trying to hook me up with her. He's got a good end with her. Yeah, she's really awesome. Yeah, that's another podcast that I've started listening to. Is her show? She's got a podcast. I mean, I guess she does her normal show, and then it goes to podcast. Yeah. So I've been listening to her, too. I really like her show. She's a spitfire, boy. Mm-hmm. She gets a lot of attention. Uh, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> I see why. Well, the left the left really likes to beat up on her, too, and uh, she goes after him. I don't see why they would want to even come near her. I mean, she, she'd tear him a new asshole. Yeah, she does. She knows they her sh- anyway. They're not that smart. Well, that's true. That is true. But I've only got like a select few podcasts that I list listen to. It's her show. The one I was talking about earlier is Joe Rogan that had Ventura on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, y'all gotta listen to that man. You gotta listen, listen to that to episode. Joe song. Yeah, you listen to Joe Rogan? Oh, every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. So there's uh, some friends of mine in um, Biloxi. Yeah, you may know who they are. Yeah, yeah, student, student of the gun. Yeah, I listen to them too. That's another yeah. one that I listen to, and um, uh, Fat Man on Batman. That's Kevin Smith. Okay. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So I listen to that one, and there's one called Mysterious Universe. Hmm. 
It's these two Australian dudes that talk about like UFOs and conspiracy <laughs> theories and stuff like that. It's pretty cool. Do they get into the U.S. based uh, conspiracy theories? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, just anything <laughs> worldwide. They talk about all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then um, what's the um, the Nerdist? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Nerdist podcast with uh, Hardwick, Chris Hardwick. Mm-hmm. I listen to that one, and that's about all I listen to. I only have time to listen to bits and pieces of gun-related podcasts. <laughs> My time kind of gets chewed up. Yours, student of the gun, and then uh, we like shooting with yeah. uh, Sean. Okay. Yeah, he's going to be on next week. Awesome. Yeah, I'm going to have Definitely. him co-host with me. Definitely have to check that one out. Yeah, but I like Sean, and I like um, Gods and Gun. Um, yeah, Troy Clompton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like him as well. Yeah. yeah, he's a good dude. He is in with VFOB also. I join. I'm a lifetime member of VFOB. Yeah, they have a very limited huh. lifetime memberships available for like mm-hmm. you know personal. Um, it's only like 250 bucks. Man. Yeah, and then that gets you discounts on all these companies and stuff too. Additional discounts and stuff. No, so I was like, I'll sign up. Hell yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're talking about your poster, but I just, I, I have some news to share with the group communally here. Okay. Um, there's some new posts on the new LGBT <laughs> that, that we all added. Uh, they're pretty interesting. Okay. Interesting. And, and, and for you, for you lead heads that are listening right now, the LGBT is not what you think. It's a Facebook group that, that Joe just discovered on our pre pre show, <laughs> and I'm gonna re- stay tuned to the end of the show, and you'll hear that conversation because I'm gonna I'm gonna put that into the show. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> but let's we go ahead. We started entering that conversation, not knowing who was being recorded. <laughs> We're always being recorded. I won't have anything incriminating on there. I promise. It doesn't matter. It'll all be funny stuff. Yeah, but you guys my listen. Listening, and my girlfriend's in the other room, so I don't really have anything to hide. <laughs> you guys listen to the end of the show, uh, but it's not the LGBT that you would think. So, so where, where's the post at? I'm on here. Have I been accepted yet as a member? I accepted you. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Let me refresh. Ah, look, I can see posts now. <laughs> oh, there's a good one. <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> everyone loves you nice <laughs> so I think that post goes against their their rules <laughs> what? maybe not are you watching that video no apparently there's a there's a walking dead spoiler oh on the LGBT yeah how far down uh, 40 minutes ago post. Oh, no! Yesterday at 11.02, look at that one. The one that never got away. Oh! Do you see it yet? Uh-uh. I got distracted by something I just noticed that a friend of mine actually, <laughs> that one of my other friends has posted. Uh-oh. Send me an invite on that page. I got distracted by another page I was on. <laughs> <laughs> so... So we're we're distracted by a Facebook post right yeah. now. We'll get to the show in a minute. Y'all just stand by. <laughs> you you got to go down to the the one that got that never got away. 
All right, Zach, you're in. Here, I'll show it to you on the. Yeah, camera. he. Oh, that's a. I didn't see that one. Where's that one? You see it? What the heck is with the rules? <laughs> Everything's posted here goes against the rules. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> She's kind of cute. Oh, well. Oh, it was tough to get the camera twisted around. All right, let's do a show wrap up here and then we'll look at more porn. <laughs> it's not porn, it's safe. <laughs> All right, guys, so make sure you go to Aculus Defense's website and make sure you visit their YouTube channel, too. They got a lot of cool videos going on there, all the uh, cool R&D that they're doing down there in Louisiana. I got to get down there. I still have—I still haven't made it down there. I you feel know, like I got a spare bedroom and all kinds of stuff, man. You really... I know. I'm a douche. I got no excuse. So let's go ahead and plan this. Let's get it on the calendar. When am I coming down? I don't know. What's, uh, how's November looking for you guys? Pretty crappy. <laughs> pretty not crappy. Front, yeah, not the front of November. Yeah, because I've got a hernia surgery coming up, so I wouldn't be good company. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I don't want to be down there for that. Ain't nobody got no time for no hernia surgery. No. Man, this is an active group. It's distracting. No doubt. It just, it just constantly scrolls. <laughs> I love the rules, though. It says, no racist stuff, no porn, no bad shots, and most importantly, no sharing posts directly from the group. If you do, you will be you will get booted out by sharing posts directly from the group. You will get other members banned. That's a blue falcon buddy fucker move. <laughs> <laughs> so please don't do it. So maybe they just got to put that disclaimer up there as a disclaimer just to cover their ass, but people don't really listen. <laughs> That's funny. All right, so Aklis Defense, A-K-L-Y-S-D-E-F-E-N-S-E, or as Joe said earlier, you just do aklis.co. Yep. That'll take you there. Their Facebook page, you guys on Instagram, Twitter, and like I was telling you earlier, you want to see some badass R&D videos, you go to their YouTube channel, and that's just Aklis Defense there also? Yep. Uh, Aklis Defense, you can pretty much see all of our social media uh, all of our posts there. Go to the website, and you can see links out from there. Uh, we've got some cool products on the website, some great lifestyle gear, and some great weapons. Uh, recently, we actually just started on a project with uh, kind of in a realm we don't normally get into. Mm -hmm. uh, we kind of got into a political fundraiser uh, really? with it. Uh, we're doing a 1911 with some custom engraving, and that's available there. Yeah, uh, you were telling me... Um Clay Higgins, who is, he's kind of, he's famous down there in your area. Man, he's famous everywhere. Everybody knows about him. The big viral videos uh, that, that went out all over. He started just as like a public service announcement kind of thing mm -hmm. to a Crime Stopper. It was a Crime Stoppers video for his local area. And it just grew from that because of the way he talks and, and the... Uh, he basically. He I mean, he, he's a true patriot, not a politician. Uh, so he had a bunch of people pressuring him to run for some state offices, and he ended up going for the third uh, congressional district as a as a DC. So a man on the ground in DC as a representative of us. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And like like you said, I mean, he those videos. You probably uh, just if you Google Captain Clay Higgins. Uh, I'm sure you'll find those those YouTube videos, but he's basically just calling criminals out. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. You know? He's like right there saying, Bring it. You know, we'll take your ass down. <laughs> it's pretty cool. And then he had like he had like the whole community behind him, uh black and white behind him. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. It's pretty uh it made an impact, no doubt. Yeah, it did. Yeah, so if anybody's interested in that, I mean, reach out and take a look at that and uh, help support a great cause. Get a good, get a patriot in a DC office. Yeah, and the the gun, you guys have that uh, that gun on your website. It's under the firearms yeah. tab, and it's the first um, posting that they have. It's Captain Clay Higgins Limited Edition. <laughs> Quit distracting me. Kimber- <laughs> commemorative 1911 uh, by Atlas Defense, and uh, it's it's pretty cool. It's got engraved on it, uh, and there's only a hundred of them, right? Yep. Yeah. Only um, gonna make a hundred of them. Uh, it's really strictly limited edition stuff. Yeah, and it's uh, it says America United Captain Higgins, and it's got a like a silhouette of uh, Captain Higgins with his uh, like big mounty hat on and and whatnot but it's cool and then it'll be numbered it's engraved with the number on it too and you don't yeah. get you don't get that bench made knife with that doesn't come no, with it that bench made no that you're telling me a cool story it, can you tell it if you really want that bench made you can you can purchase it can you can you talk about the history behind that you were telling me the history is that something you can talk about yeah, that, or not? Blade, that blade uh it's an auto it's a bench made auto knife uh that are received as a a, a Christmas gift from the King of Jordan. Uh, I guess that was about three years ago. Sweet. Uh, it's really pretty bench made. It's a talk about limited run. I don't know how many they made, but they didn't make very many of them. But it actually has a gold crest, uh, the King's crest in the in the side of the handle. So it's a really neat uh, handle. Cool. And the blade profile is kind of a uh, a swooping. Uh, Zach, what do you call that blade style? Kind of like a. Uh, uh, I don't know what you call it. It's, uh, it's got a nice swoop to it. Not really karambit, but it's kind of... A Sherpa. Maybe like a Sherpa. Sherpa. Yeah, I'm just getting into knives, so I don't know I don't know a lot about them yet. That's a scary, very dark, dark, deep hole. Mm-hmm. Knives. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. I've been very reluctant just because of that. <laughs> I've seen a lot of people that get consumed by it. Yeah, it's a deep, deep hole. Uh, there's a real cool show. Uh, it just happened uh, maybe three or four weeks ago. Uh, the Unusual uh, Suspects Network. Uh, that's a really cool show. It's kind of like Blade Show, but all of the uh, the more custom and more smaller and more mm-hmm. uh, niche style designers and builders. Cool. Uh, really cool show. Where's that like at? E- it's like an EDC show. Where's that at? In Vegas. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. I've missed it the last few years due to the distractions around here. Yeah. Uh, but I hope they kind of get back out there and, and make a few again. Maybe they need to travel around and do it uh, different cities. All right, guys. Let's wrap this show up. I think uh, we've talked about all you guys want to talk about. <laughs> what all we could put on the air, at least. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a nightmare to edit. <laughs> Probably so. Oh well, that's what I live for. That's my thing. A big thanks to all our sponsors, Nordic Components. Check them out at nordiccomp.com, Cobalt Kinetics, CobaltKinetics.com, 
X-Steel Targets. Make sure you guys go visit xsteeltargets.com and get you some AR-500 steel targets. X-Steel Targets. Multicam, multicampattern.com. Our good buddies over at Frontier Tactical. Check them out at FrontierTactical.com and make sure you're checking out their YouTube videos and their Facebook page. And of course, we'd like to thank Glock, which is the official carry of Left Hand of Talking Lead. That's right. I rock the Glock and you guys should too. Check them out at Glock.com and 1776 United, 1776United.com, Keltec, KeltecWeapons.com. Dipstick, Dipstick Hydrographics. They are dip123.com. And make sure you guys go and support Mission 22, mission22.com, and Sheepdog Impact Assistance, sheepdogia.org. All right, Leadheads, as always, keep your loved ones close. And your firearms closer. And your Falcata even closer. Yep. Right? Works for me. I'm telling you guys, you guys got to go to their website and check out their shirts because they got some awesome shirts. And they're, you know, they're not as comfortable as the talking lead shirt, but they're pretty damn close. They're, they're really close. Pretty damn close. So uh, I, I've got several. I've got to get that one that Zach's got on. I don't have that one yet. Helmet? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like that one. I've got the Atlas Defense one. Uh, I mean, the Atlas Fat one. And then I've got the Machine Gun Smile one. So I got to get that, and I get the new one that you're talking about too. Can't wait yeah, for that one. Yeah, new one's coming out shortly. Is that like? Can we expect that within a week, within a month? Uh, I'm thinking about two weeks. About two weeks. Yep. Awesome. So um, in two weeks, about two weeks, we're gonna have the guys back on the show, and we're gonna release that. All right. Deal. Good. Cool. Yeah. All right. Stay tuned, leadheads. We got more coming. Who are you drinking? I'm drinking a ginger lemon radler. German style beverage. Get a little closer. Hey, can y'all see the uh, the IMs? Let me go to it. You sending links? Yeah, I'm sending links. I got one. I got the, I think the LGBT. They sent another one. Oh, too. wait. Addicts Gone Wild. Yeah, that's fucking awesome, or what? What is that about? I have no idea, but I joined it. <laughs> <laughs> you just joining all kinds of groups. So you just joined an LGBT, which, uh, what was that again? Uh, liquor, liquor, guns, bacon, and titties. Booze. Yeah, <laughs> liquor, bacon, guns, no, and titties. Liquor, guns, bacon, and titties. LGBT. And I just, this, this, yeah. That's so, pretty, pretty so we're uh, we're on a joining groups binge uh, this episode. <laughs> I never get to fuck around on Facebook, <laughs> and oh. boy, it's got all these cool suggestions. There's a group called Rate My Tits 4.0, and the uh, the booty contest pages are pretty nice too. Holy <laughs> shit! I didn't know those existed. Really? Uh uh-uh. uh Oh man. Uh, I don't do a lot the, of the Facebook stuff. Send me the link. Might as well join that. Join the uh, LGBT group. I, I'm I got to get on the. the so the, we're we're recording now. Tip. All this is going to go in the show. <laughs> the addicts gone wild one looks awesome.
addicts? What are they addicts of? I don't know, and I wonder if are they current addicts or are they recovering addicts, and it's a support group, or is it like legit, like a bunch of addicts that are trying to get their fix? I don't know. I'm looking at the uh, profile picture. It looks kind of like a suicide girl type thing, but the amateur side. I don't know. I don't know. They don't I give a description. Wait, we are here. Friends in the group already, so. We are here to build each other up and have fun. It says, <laughs> "Do not post nudity, or you will be banned." This group may not be for everyone. If you disagree with what you see, please kindly show yourself to the dough. Don't run. <laughs> Ruin our fun. We may be freaks, but we are cool. We may be freaks, but we are cool with that. <laughs> All right, let's get, let's get started with the show here. <laughs> I sent you the one. Uh, <laughs> what did you send me? It can get interesting in there. Holy cow! Midwest yoga booty contest. So, so you ladies, this is what we do prior to show. Starting the show as we go through and we look for uh, crazy Facebook pages. Are we live? Oh, I'm recording. We're not live. I'm recording, though. This shit's going oh, in the show. Uh, <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, well, like, Zach's girlfriend's like right there. So. This is going to be the after show yeah. extra content. Uh, a beer and a mojito. Yeah. Hey, wearing costumes to the party Monday? Uh, Monday? I'm not. Come on, I don't Y'all having a company party? Dress up? Okay. Okay. Yeah. One of our favorite local nighttime clubs down here is having a Halloween party on Halloween. That's trivial. Yes. Doing it on Halloween. Yeah. I got an uh, invite from Kim. Cool. I guess, hey, we, I guess we need a table. Oh, fuck. We need a table, huh? Yeah. Yeah, get us a table. Yeah, that, this one. Well, it's on a Monday. Hey, how drunk are you wanting me to get? I doubled it. Uh, at least. No, it would have been a really small drink, so I just doubled everything. Okay. That oh, way you don't have to get up. No, no, it's good. Thank you. Wish I had somebody bringing me a drink. It's a full glass. <laughs> Is that liquor? Yeah, yeah, that's actually really strong and pretty tasty. Do you like crude humor? <laughs> of course. I've got to add you to police then. Of course I do. And you may want to delete that or bleep that out because it's a really hidden group. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a secret group with 500 people in it. That's pretty exclusive. Yeah. It was originally started... To see if they could have a Facebook group shut down in less than one day. Apparently they didn't. <laughs> if it's still going. They really tried. So it's not and politically correct. Fant Holy cow, that's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I got distracted by a meme. Or uh, a GIF. Uh, I'm going to send you the link to the GIF. Is a GIF like a MILF? Huh? I said, is a GIF like a MILF? Uh, yeah. I just sent it to you on Facebook. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that came out. That came out of Fun Police. <laughs> wow. That puts your three three eight Lapua to shame, Joe. Uh, <laughs> here, you can see it right here. You see that? I can't. I actually, cannot see that. 
Is it? I can. <laughs> what about now? Doink. Oh, yeah. Doink. Doink. Yep. And the payday. Spoing. <laughs> <laughs> for, for all those videos where they don't actually have that happen. And that's on Facebook, huh? Yeah. Damn, I didn't know Facebook was that risky. And they won't let me post a damn uh, advertisement for a gun. Nope. Nope. All right, you guys ready to start the show? For reals? Sure. Show. For reals? For show. Jackwagon? I've got... Yeah, uh, a good jackwagon. Yeah, you're the jackwagon for not having Skype after I told you ten times <laughs> we were doing Skype today. <laughs> Joe, Joe keeps me on a tight leash at work. I didn't have time to do it. My ass, you left I can believe that. four or five o'clock today. No, I left at like ten till six. That's like five o'clock. He had to go yeah. do his Tim McGraw. Yeah. Yeah, I had to get my Tim McGraw in. Um, speaking of rum and things that rhyme, I'm going to get a refill and I'm going to take a potty hey. break. Do you guys need to do the same? No, nah, I'm actually still good. Okay. Well, yeah, you had a full f***ing cup. So. <laughs> yeah. I'll be, I'll be right back. Okay. <sighs> what costume are you going to wear for the Halloween party, Zach? Hey, everyone wants me to dress as a werewolf. For, for Monday's party or for Saturday's party? Oh, for the SOE party. A werewolf? Yeah. Because Stephanie's doing his Little Red Riding Hood. Oh. Hmm. I run out of Girl Scout cookies and Henry's hard soda now. That's a shame. I'd have to run downstairs and get more Coke. I guess I could just do a bourbon. Yeah. Any glasses left? No, somebody got all my glasses downstairs. Dang it. Cut the bottle open. Cut the can. Cut the Coke can. I'm going to cut the Coke can off and put some in. What is that in the corner of Marty's room? That right corner. It looks like a pole saw or a spear or something. I'm thinking it's a spear of some sort. Yeah. Oh, excuse me got an AK back there too a 47 yeah. some kind of red maybe a Bakelite mag kind of looks like it yeah maybe you get him a banner so I wonder what's under the banner I bet you it's a self portrait of Marty on a bearskin rug and a loincloth <laughs> one could only hope <laughs> uh oh wait I think it's a mirror so we may be correct What's that? What's your bets? We're, we're, we're speculating on what's behind the talking lead banner. Yeah, it's a mirror. Uh, so it could be correct. Is there a couch in front of it or a bearskin rug? <laughs> no. no, actually, there's an AK-47 in front of it. Yeah, we were talking about that, too. Looks like a Bakelite magazine in it. Hold on. Oh, hydro dipped. That's my skull crusher, baby. It's a P-Mag in there. We use, yeah, that red threw me off. We used that same pattern uh, on the on a few of the ZKs a while back. Oh, you did? We dipped them in green. Yep. Nice. Yeah, we did a, a little special uh, hydro dip video with Dipstick Hydrographics. They're one of our sponsors. Yeah. So after the Iraq veteran uh, shooter, during it actually, uh, we shot a video of uh, doing this AK, little AK project. So I just did a... Uh, a Keltec Sub 2000 yesterday. The last two days was uh, my newest dip project. Looks like shit. (laughs) (laughs) That's the worst one I've done. I've done probably five or six dip projects. 
and they all turned out pretty good. But this one was just that. It's just this. There's not a lot of real estate on that sub two thousand yeah. to begin with. Yeah. So it was just it was hard to do. And was it an original gen or one of the gen twos? Gen two. Yeah. Yeah. That gen two is way cooler than the than the gen one with the threaded barrel and the oh rails yeah rails and the all adjustable butt stock. Yeah. Hell yeah. I just uh actually I just boxed it up and sent it back to Chad <laughs> at <laughs> at Caltech because I took it apart. I couldn't get it back together. Dang it, man. <laughs> and I was asking, I was like, so I took the the um barrel off of the receiver, you know, the little hinge that it yeah. that it flips on. And uh I was trying to get it back and I couldn't get the the what are they called? The little thingies. I couldn't get them apart. Yeah. And he's like, don't do it. He said, you'll you'll warp it, and then it'll be dangerous to shoot. He said, just send it back to me, and we'll put it back together. Huh. You know? I was like, F- <laughs> Okay. <laughs> he said he'd, he'd uh, do a trigger job on it for me while he had it there, too. So.